When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ready or not, regular season, many questions still plague these 2021 Steelers. Get your worry beads out, Steelers Nation. We have them all for you right here. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. What a way to enter the regular season. With a trip to Buffalo on the books for September 12th, the Steelers are still shuffling their supposedly rebuilt offensive line. And that's not all. Their veteran wide receiver is busy taking the precarious, ankle-breaking milk crate challenge, eliciting a cold rebuke from the head coach. The Steelers' stellar defensive lineman, who spent the preseason mourning the tragic death of his brother, has just been placed on injured reserve with a mysterious knee injury. And the Steelers' secondary is still not secure. It looks like the heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger isn't on this roster either. Finally, your star linebacker still doesn't have a contract and hasn't practiced with contact all preseason. So, these are the questions we all hoped would be answered by now, but they are still lingering in the air, and that air is now September air, and the regular season is at hand. Now, by all accounts, the Team Brass will make some additional roster moves in the coming days to at least address some of these major concerns. But at this late date, it will be the rough and tumble of the regular season that shows us what we really have here in Pittsburgh. Namely, is it a Super Bowl contending team or one that will be picking high in the 2022 draft? Such are the polar possibilities for this hard-to-read Pittsburgh team. The football fates are that stark for these Steelers. What we do know is Ben Roethlisberger is the best quarterback on this roster, and he will start the season. What we don't know is whether he'll finish it or even how long his 39-year-old body will hold up behind that shaky line and in that new Matt Canada offense predicated on plenty of mobility and motion. Some of the questions hanging over Roethlisberger are a direct result of the Steelers still shuffling offensive line. Tackle Zach Banner, coming off a knee injury last season, hasn't been available to practice much at all this preseason. It really doesn't look like he can be counted upon by these 2021 Steelers. As a result, the team is busy switching two other tackles, with rookie Matt Moore looking more and more as if he will be entrusted with the big job of protecting Big Ben's blindside. At center is a rookie, although Kendrick Green is looking lean and mean, a prototypical stealer. He could be a good one, folks. 
but the best player on this line right now is guard Kevin Dotson, despite all the preseason questioning over his conditioning. Dotson is looking solid, just fine for this line. On the other side of the ball, though, Stefan Tuitt lost his brother to a tragic hit and run over the offseason. The defensive tackle, who was so good last year, hasn't been the same since. Now he won't be available for the first six games of the season. He's on IR. But we really don't know what is going on there, and this situation bears watching, and it is a big concern. Then there's the sky-high rise and the precipitous Pittsburgh fall of quarterback Dwayne Haskins. The Haskins hype train was derailed in Charlotte. Haskins came up small in his one and only preseason start versus the Panthers, and now all the talk of him being Big Ben's heir apparent, which was the big buzz in the Steel City, has fizzled out. All the cast-off quarterback who summoned Steelers Nation was the answer. All he did was show us why the Washington football team sent him packing last season. Haskins looked terrible. He's no threat to mediocre Mason Rudolph's backup role, much less a franchise QB in Pittsburgh. Next up will be the 2022 draft when we hope to get that arm that is going to take over when Ben is finally hangs him up. Oh yeah, and then we come to the Steelers' biggest star, sack-happy linebacker T.J. Watt. Watt still has not put pen to paper on his whopping contract extension. I mean, the rumors are there's going to be like $135 million, five years, uh, and maybe $100 million guaranteed with this. The Steelers have never guaranteed that kind of money. In fact, they don't guarantee money beyond the signing bonus. So this is going to break precedent as well as the bank for these Steelers. In the meanwhile, though, Watt has not participated in any contact practices or preseason games. So will Watt be ready to light it up in Buffalo, having remained unplugged all preseason? Hey, great question, and who knows? But the answers begin coming in on the evening of September 12th, up there in Buffalo. Until then, we now take a deep dive into the murky well of uncertainty surrounding these 2021 Steelers. It's all here in this Get Ready for Game Day edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my Steelers column, which is posted first thing every Thursday on Penn Live. As always, it will be packed with all the best memes bringing this story of rising Steel City anxiety to life. But right now, let's get right to it. The biggest red alert flashing in Steelers Nation has to do with that rebuilt offensive line. Or was it rebuilt? It looks like it's still a work in progress. Hey, and it was a big question mark to begin with, even if all the pieces were in place, and they are not in place. The Steelers are doing 11th hour moves on this line, and they are not instilling confidence. Big Ben Roethlisberger just can't take the big hits anymore, so this is job number one for the Steelers. They have to get this line right. 
And here's how Mark Caboli with The Athletic reads the red alert brightly flashing with this untested group of quarterback protectors and running game blockers. Quote, the Steelers moved Chuckus Okafor back to right tackle for the entirety of Monday's practice and put rookie Dan Moore Jr. at left tackle, where he played early in camp. He had been relegated to right tackle over the past two weeks. It might not have been that big of a deal if it weren't so close to the start of the season or if the Steelers didn't repeatedly say left tackle is Okafor's more natural and better position or if right tackle Zach Banner hadn't been limited to 12 preseason snaps following ACL surgery and hadn't stayed behind as the team went to Charlotte because he was, quote, better served getting treatment at home, unquote. With all of the certainty surrounding Banner and his right knee, the moves could be a strong indication that the Steelers do not believe Banner will be ready for the opener, unquote. Great stuff from Caboli. Mark Madden, that tartly-tongued radio host, put it even more simply. Zach Banner is always going to be hurt. Can't count on him. Then Madden added this context in his Trib Live column. Quote, Banner has played just 23 games and started only two since entering the NFL in 2017. He's mediocre at best, and he lacks the key ability of availability, unquote. Hey, the bottom line for Caboli is this sobering statement about the line. Quote, cohesion among the offensive linemen is a must, and whatever semblance of what that was created during the past month is now gone, unquote. Big, 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 brightly flashing red alert coming out of Pittsburgh right before the regular season is right up front, right in front of Ben Roethlisberger. Who's protecting him? Who's road grading for the running game? We don't know. On the defensive side, the clock is still ticking on T.J. Watt's whopping new deal. Meanwhile, Watt has pulled the plug on virtually all contact practices throughout the preseason. So as the contract lingers... Will Watt be ready to light it up in Buffalo for the opener versus the Bills? Ed Bouchette, the dean of Steelers beat reporters, doesn't sound all that worried, writing this in The Athletic. Quote, I can't see Watt not playing in the regular season if a contract isn't struck. He'll earn $10 million for the season. With the preseason ending Friday night, he'll have two weeks to get ready for the regular season opener provided a contract is done soon. Troy Palamalu once signed his new deal on the eve of the opener, unquote. Okay, Bouchette's words are somewhat comforting, but how come I don't feel any better? This tick, 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 it, it doesn't work for me. I, I want Watt plugged in and ready to play, and right now he is not. Now there's a different kind of tick-tock that's plaguing the Steelers, Juju's social media account, as of last look on that TikTok feed or Twitter feed or Instagram feed, whatever it is, Juju was taking the ankle-breaking precarious milk crate challenge. This perilous sight of Juju wobbling on a high stack of milk crates brought a collective howl from Steelers Nation. 
we have just about had it with this receiver's long line of look-at-me antics. Steelers Wire with USA Today reports coach Mike Tomlin was anything but amused by his showman wide receiver. When a reporter asked if he has a message for players that participate in potentially dangerous activities via social media, a clearly miffed Mike Tomlin re replied, quote, I don't spend a lot of time focused on those things. If you're talking about those things and not football, you're setting yourself up for failure. We're singularly professionally focused on what it is that we have to do, and guys have individual responsibilities as adults, unquote. That's Mike Tomlin, and the reporting is from Steelers Wire on USA Today. Hey, those are pretty harsh and sobering words from your Steelers head coach. But will Juju ever grow up? Well, Steelers Wire isn't betting on it. They write this tough take on the soft-headed Smith-Schuster. Quote, It seems if it's not one thing, it's another with Juju's infatuation with social media self-promotion. It's a selfish act that reflects poorly on his teamsmanship. The Steelers are rightfully focused on football with the goal of being the best in the league when the 2021 season is all said and done. With the When the regular season starts, Smith-Schuster better produce or it's certain he'll be another team's headache next season, unquote. That's an ouchie for Smith-Schuster, but at least Juju successfully completed the milk crate challenge and didn't break an ankle. At least there's that. Of course, Juju wasn't the only popular Pittsburgh player to take a hit during the dog days of August. Backup quarterback Dwayne Haskins, who some thought just might be a franchise QB in waiting, absolutely fizzled in his only preseason start versus the Panthers. Not only is Haskins now sitting behind mediocre Mason Rudolph in the Pittsburgh QB pecking order, there is no way he's taking the top job for the Steelers when Big Ben finally hangs him up. Here's the tough take from Mark Madden writing for Trib Live. Quote, the hype about Dwayne Haskins battling for the number two quarterback job was unbearable and false. He's a bum who will be out of the NFL by 2023. Some say Haskins was hurt by a flawed system and culture in Washington, but that team will win more than the Steelers in 2021, unquote. Hey, whoo, that's Madden lighting it up, and he might not be wrong on Haskins. Let's hope. I mean, Washington's going to be a good team. Let's face it, they have a great defense. Let's hope the Steelers at least can, uh, you know, do, make some noise in their division as Washington will in down in their division. So, but right now there's lingering questions and we just went through a laundry list uh, of them. So what should the Steelers do at this late date to clear up some of these concerns before the footballs fly for real in the regular season? We're going back to Mark Caboli with the Athletic on the roster holes still to be filled by the, those Steelers. First up, the secondary. The Steelers, Camboli uh, writes this, the Steelers felt pretty good about what they had at slot cornerback as organized team activities came to a conclusion midway back in June. 
Anton Brooks came out of nowhere to impress during the summer. Veteran journeyman Arthur Millette was making plays and creating competition for Brooks, and highly anticipated undrafted rookie Shakur Brown was the wild card in the race to replace the departed Mike Hilton. A little more than two months later, all three are bye-bye. That indicates one of two things. Cam Sutton will be the slot corner, or general manager Kevin Colbert is going to scour the more than 800 free agents who have entered the market over the past two days. If I was a betting man, I'd put money on the Steelers acquiring an outside cornerback or someone to play in the slot before they start to prepare for the Bills this coming Monday. Unquote. Strong stuff from Kaboli. And he is not done. What about the offensive line, you asked? Well, Kaboli says this. At tackle, one's health is in question. Banner. And the other is a rookie. More. The Steelers didn't have much in the way of depth behind the four anyway. It isn't a pressing issue if they can be assured Banner will be back within a week or two. But Tomlin has yet to share anything in the way of injuries this preseason. If Banner isn't able to go in week one, the starters would be Chuckas Okafor and more with Joe Haig as the swing tackle, unquote. Now at guard, Caboli writes this, quote, Keeping only two full-time guards, Trey Turner and Kevin Dotson, is a strong indication the Steelers will sign somebody with experience, unquote. Okay, they're, they're in the market, in secondary and on the line. What about that D line? Well, luckily, the Steelers have an embarrassment of riches here, but one big name hasn't practiced a snap all season, and that, of course, is Stefan Tuitt. As Caboli notes, Tuitt has been dealing with the tragic death of his brother in that hit-and-run accident in early June. But now comes late word there is a knee issue with him, and he has been replaced on injured reserve, meaning he is out the first six weeks of this season. No wonder the Steelers kept nearly everybody at that position. It doesn't look like they'll have to make a move regarding the Tuit situation, but they kept everybody in that uh, in that position, so there, there's a crowded field there, but for good reason. But it ain't over yet as far as building this 2021 team whose first test arrives September 12th up in Buffalo. But for right now, we are at a Pittsburgh precipice. We're looking out over the regular season. The fortunes of your football team are both sky high and rock bottom. All we know is it's going to be a wild, wild ride. The season awaits. So do answers surrounding all of these 2021 Steelers. It's a roll of the dice and a spin of the wheel, and away we go. It will be something to watch, and we will have it all right here, all season long, on your Steelers Update Podcast. So download the audio wherever you download your favorite podcast, or even better, just sign up so you get it automatically fresh every Wednesday afternoon throughout the regular season, throughout the offseason, the preseason, whatever we have it covered. And it's coming your way. Sign up. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news. And go Steelers. Beat them bills.